Fox's Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles. Victor's Remodeling and Construction. Hardy Plank Specialist, Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. Axiom Solar, the Texas authority on renewable energy. Todd Tremonti's home selling team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the floor and decor studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 1-866-937. 0003. That's the number to call for any home improvement question you have. Pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. I see the first call coming in, so we want to load up the lines at 1-866-937-0003. That way, you decide what the show is going to be talking about. We don't make the decision here as far as what we're going to talk about. You do by calling in and asking your questions. And that's why we take your calls at one 866 Nine three seven zero 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 three. Again, any home improvement question you have, whether you're dealing with a contractor, doing the project yourself, thinking about a project, doesn't matter. That's what I'm here to help you out with. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Floor and Decor, Texas' largest selection and the lowest prices guaranteed. So if you're looking for hard floor needs, whether it's tile or wood, go to Floor and Decor. And when you go to our website at THIPro.com, make sure you click on the link in the upper right-hand corner to sign up for our newsletter. Now, the newsletter goes out every other week. Next Friday, it'll go out again. And it should gives you, uh, you know, insights as far as uh, what's going on, things that can save you some money, just helpful little tidbits of information. We don't send you other garbage out. We don't do anything with the list to get you on a spam Somebody sending you out spam and stuff, it is strictly to send out our newsletter. That's the only thing we do with that list. Uh, but, again, when you go to THIPro.com, that gives you a link to all our different sponsors. These are all places I've checked out. A lot of them I do business with on a regular basis. They know that they can help you out. So, again, that's THIPro.com. But our primary thing here on Saturday is to take your calls and answer your questions at one 866 937 0003. That's 866-937-0003. Let's head to the calls now, and we're going to talk with Dan. This is Jim. What can I do for you? Yeah, we've got um, our whole house air conditioning. It's 22 years old, and it went out. Um, we actually have two systems in the house, but one needs replacing. And I just wondered, what, how much am I going to save if I wait till the fall or winter? Um, what's the best, cheapest time to get one replaced? Well, actually, some of the AC companies just came out with their rebates uh, for the fall-winter this week. So, 
yeah, you're you're probably as good as you're going to get right now. The really big rebates happened in the spring, and that's long time gone already. Are there certain brands that have that? Uh, American Standard just came out with some. Carrier has uh, some really good rebates on their Infinity system out there right now. Uh, Ream has some rebates. Just virtually all the manufacturers come out with their rebates around the same time. Okay. Well, great. I'll get an estimate then. Alrighty. Well, sir, I appreciate your call. Thank you. Bye. Again, our number, 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. We're going to talk with Stan. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Yeah, it's Stan, S-T-A-N. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, I bought several homes in Lamarck the last since I moved to Texas several years ago, but I've got an unusual problem that I can't figure out on this one. It's outside. The backyard is uh, maybe 25 foot about square, but it's crowned, and the, the top of the yard probably is about uh, several inches above my foundation. Uh, I can see the three inches that's required. Uh, foundation around, but that's the lowest spot, and the water always runs and stands uh, on the next to the foundation of the house in the backyard. Yeah, that's I not good. I need to lower the yard about five inches, and I really don't know how to go about doing that. Well, unfortunately, the only way to do that is you end up taking up the grass and cutting the dirt down. I mean, that that's it. Bring, just bring a tractor in and... Uh, if it's big enough that you can bring in like a little bobcat to do it, that's usually the quickest way to do it. If not, you just take up the grass and bring in a tiller to to yeah. loosen up the soil and literally take it out with wheelbarrows. Ooh, you're talking about a lot of manual labor, right? I am. Or get a small tractor in there. Or get a small All tractor right, well, in there. That's the only thing I could think of, and I know that you're brilliant about this kind of stuff, and I thought I'd give you a ring. I really I'll, I'll, uh, manual that. labor gets a lot of things done that people don't like dealing yeah. with, but it but it gets the job done. I'm 63, and I, but I'm I'm an okay, so I, I I'm probably going to end up doing it that way. Yep. I do appreciate your help. Thank you. I listen to your program all the time. I love it. Thank you. Well, thank much. you, sir. Appreciate you listening. Right. Bye bye. Thanks, sir. Eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three. That's eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three. Maria, what can I do for you today? Uh, yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. My question is, I understand there is a new regulation for water heaters. My house is like 30 years old, but um, I wanted to uh, bring it up with a new regulation, and I wonder if you can recommend it, uh, some uh, manufacturer's name and all that. Unless your water heater is out. I wouldn't recommend changing the water heater uh, just to bring it up to the new codes because what the new code is is to make it more energy efficient and it's not going to make a huge difference. What they've required is more insulation on the water heater and it's actually created some problems for some people because if your water heater's in the attic or in a 
closet that's real tight for the water heater right now, the new water heaters won't fit because the added oh, insulation yeah. has made the uh, have, have made them bigger. My mine is for the uh, I mean the attic. Yeah, and so you have to look at your your staircase going up to the attic. Uh, you know, the pull down stairs to make sure that it's big enough to handle the new size water heaters. Uh, in some cases, people have had to change. Instead of getting a 50 gallon, they had to size down to a 40 gallon or, you know, different things like that in order to make them fit. And in, in a couple cases, the stair, the attic, attic pull down staircase literally has to be taken out in order to get the, the water heater up. And so that all adds money to the installation cost as well. But uh, just to bring the house up to code, there there really is no reason to change that water heater. Okay. Thank you so much for that information. Love you, Joe. Thank you, ma'am. You take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, if there's other codes that you're dealing with, like it's not, uh, oh, doesn't have a drip pan under it, or it sits on the floor and, and it's not elevated, things like that, yeah, you may have to deal with some of those, but that that latest code is not one you should have to deal with in order to sell a house or or one that I would recommend doing just to bring a house up to code because it, it is it's just not one of those things that needs to be done. 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Let's talk with Kim. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you, sir. Kim, I got to tell you, that wasn't the sound of voice that I that I was expecting when I when I answered that call. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yes, that happens a lot. Uh, I've got an older house. It's a two story, and it's a plumbing issue. In the uh, small bathroom by the kitchen, recently, I've started when I flush it and it starts to fill. I get a large knocking noise, like there's trapped air in the line somewhere. And I can't get to the back section right now. That means I have to rip the wall up. How can I eliminate that trapped air? Because it's got a huge knocking noise as it fills the tank again. Okay, and it's when you're... I miss a piece of it. It's when you're filling the toilet tank? Yes, correct. Okay, that knocking noise probably is not air in in the... uh, line although all lines have air in them there's these little risers that's that's to avoid water hammers if it's when the tank is filling it's typically one of the the o-rings or a washer that's either in the valve under the tank or the valve inside the tank and what happens is as the water is flowing by that o-ring that's gone loose it'll start flapping and it sounds it literally echoes through the house like it's a hammer being hit against the walls do, 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 do. You know, really, yeah. yeah, it's nothing more than that nickel washer coming loose. So you have to check two places, and most of the time, quite honestly, most of the time it's in the valve in the toilet tank. Oh, okay. Well, that's an easy fix. Yeah, here's the easiest way to find out where it's at, though. Shut the water off to the toilet. Take the, the uh, uh, line loose from underneath the tank. And turn the valve on the t- underneath the toilet on and run the water into a bucket. If it's making the flapper noise, then it tells you it's in that valve, the shutoff valve under the toilet. If it doesn't, then you hook it back up to the toilet, and if it's still doing it, it tells you that the 
problem is in the valve in the tank, just replace it because they're like $9, real cheap, and you're done. And with that, i got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement 1-866-937-0003. Better than your favorite beverage washing down a big bag of pork rinds. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place with locations throughout Texas. To find one near you, simply go to THIPro.com and click on the link to Ace Hardware. All right, let's get ready to head back into the calls at 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Lori and Tomball, how are you? Hi. I have kind of what I think is a weird question, but maybe not. Okay. Um, the porcelain tile in my entry, I... I've always loved the checkerboard pattern, and I'm thinking, is there a way to paint it? It's ugly right now. <laughs> I just want to paint it the black and white. <laughs> there are coatings that you can put on tile. Now, over time, okay. over time, they will wear, but a lot, you know, it can buy you a lot of time. Uh, there's okay. a there's a product available from Deitch Coatings, D-A-I-C-H Coatings dot com. Okay. And okay. it's 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 literally made for painting tiles. Okay. And and what about the grout? It's kind of a sandy color right now and I'd like for it to be black if I'm going to do the tile in that black and white checkerboard. Okay. Uh and you... and quite frankly it's easy to make a, a grout a darker color. They if you'll go okay. to uh, floor and decor mm-hmm. they have uh, grout coloring uh that you can put on it to darken it. Perfect. And is there um, something I need to know about preparation to paint it, as far as preparing the tile or the grout? Is there something? Uh, both that I of need them. To do? Will, yeah, both of them will come with instructions on how to do it. But the biggest thing is to make sure that they're all clean, and sure. that there's no greasy type surface on there and no dirt, because anything that's on there uh, uh-huh. can allow it, the material not to bond well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Do you have time for one more question? Oh, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. In uh, my master bathroom, the drain to the shower has popped up. And um, I've noticed in the adjoining little um, powder room there uh-huh. to um, the um, baseboards have uh They've pulled away a little bit, and there's a little bit of discoloring. But I cannot find water anywhere, but I'm thinking that there must be. It sounds, and when you say that the drain has popped up, you're talking about the pipe that comes up, is popped up into the screen there, right? In the bottom Um, of the shower? In the bottom of the shower, the whole thing is just up above the the floor. Yep, yeah. Uh, What causes that uh, typically is... Moisture has gotten into the soil, and when the soil gets moist, the soils uh-huh. swell. When they dry out, they shrink. We've been going uh-huh. through such a dry period that a lot of soils have been, you know, with all the rain we've been getting, swelling up now. And 
it's literally pushed that pipe up through the oh, gosh. thing. It's not as big a deal as it sounds. Is, is it PVC? Okay. Yes. Okay. If it's typically, if it's just the pipe that pushed up, the plumber actually has a tool that he can reach inside the pipe and cut the pipe off, and he'll they can make sure then that the rubber ring and everything is still tight, so you're not getting okay. leakage around the pipe. But that'll uh-huh. get it back down to where the water drains again. Okay, perfect. And then just have them check, I guess, that adjoining wall there? Yeah, because it, it, it sounds like you're getting moisture somewhere, so you probably need uh-huh. to get a static test done to make sure that you don't have a broken pipe under the foundation. Oh, gosh. Uh, but okay. it, it, I really think it's going to be strictly the rain. And okay. on, where, the, where you're getting it on the baseboards there, it's, you, you really need to check the drainage outside to make sure you don't get standing water when it rains. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. No problem. My pleasure. Take care. Uh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, our number, 1-866-937-0003. Jerry, welcome to Texas hey. Home Improvement. How are you? I'm doing Got wonderful. A question. Got a question. We've done everything else, so you're the last straw here. We have a gallery that's 2,500 square feet. It has hardy board on the outside insulation on the inside, insulation underneath the floor where we re-poured the base with concrete. It had sort of a slab, but not really full, so we filled it up. Then we put insulation, put in a wood floor, and it has got thermal barrier in the ceiling with sheetrock over the top. Okay. We have to run a dehumidifier 24-7, and we pour out two gallons of water a day, one one in the morning, one at night. And we can't stop having that water. Yep. What did you insulate the walls with? Uh, it's 13 uh, uh, bats. Okay, so you got bats in the wall. Uh, did you put plastic around it as well? Yes. Okay. And what about in the uh, attic? Was that bat insulation? Has thermal, bar- has thermal ceiling uh, across the top of the ceiling. Okay. Uh, and then sheetrock on top of that. The walls have bats up to where the ridge of the of the roof because it's two story. Okay. And Jerry, I gotta put Jerry, let me put you on hold for a minute because yeah. there is an answer to your question. But I gotta take a break for news traffic and weather. We'll be right back with more Texas home improvement. In Texas We do it our way. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 1-866-937-0003. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. All right, I'm going to go straight back into the calls again at 1-866-937-0003. Jerry, uh, you know, just to recap for anybody who just tuned in, he's got a house that the walls are sealed up because he's got plastic around the walls. The top was sealed up, and I forgot what you said was on the the top. Uh, It's got thermal shield in the ceiling with sheetrock over that. Okay. 
here's what you basically you've built an igloo because everything is sealed so tight it's much like a house that's got uh all the foam insulation where when they build a, a foam house where they foam the walls and the attic and the ceilings and the whole nine yards everything is sealed so tight that you're dependent on the air conditioning system to dehumidify bring in fresh air and all that kind of stuff well on your house you're dependent on that air conditioning system to dehumidify the house like we all are but your house isn't breathing and what it really sounds like is your air conditioning system has an issue that it's not dehumidifying the way it should because for you to be able to put a dehumidifier in there and take two gallons a day out of it uh, not that that's a large amount of water it's not uh, when it comes to dehumidifying a house, uh, a lot of houses, dehum- the the air conditioning system itself will pull like 15 gallons a day out of it. But the fact that you're still getting that much out of it uh, tells me that your air conditioning system's not dehumidifying properly. Have you by chance brought in a uh, humidistat to see what the humidity levels are? Uh, but I don't recall what they were. Uh, yes, we have, and I've even had the AC guy because it, it was a, a sort of a reworked a storage room that we turned into a gallery uh-huh. uh, and put in a new AC unit and everything, central air and all. And they have been back and they've double-checked it, plus I've had a couple other companies that do this humidiation and all that nature come back in with their testing equipment to see if they could tell me why it was doing that uh, because basically it smelled like it sort of had a little of an odor which made me think it was mildewing. That was the reason I put the dehumidifier in there pulling out that water, Yeah. which eliminated uh, the odor, uh, but it hadn't eliminated the water. Yep, yep. Well, if by chance you're getting moisture into it, and it can be just a pinhole in a water pipe that is putting moisture somewhere that can cause stuff like this, uh, you know, that would have nothing to do with the air conditioning system. But I gotta, I gotta tell you, all descriptions of the way this thing was put together and the problem you're having tells me that this is an AC problem. Uh, you said it's 2,500 square feet. Correct. What size air conditioning system do you have? Three and a half. Okay, so you got a smaller unit. Any idea how much it's running? You know, how's the cycle going? Uh, doesn't seem like it runs that often, but it's cool. Okay. And it is shaded. It is heavily shaded in that area. So. And, and see, for it to dehumidify, it has to be running. And a lot of times what happens is if the system's not running enough, you'll get nice. You'll be nice and cool, but the humidity levels start to rise. Uh, the first thing I, w- I would recommend is let's get a humidistat in there and find out exactly what the humidity levels are. If you're down around, say, 55% humidity, you don't need to worry about it. Your, your dehumidifier just happens to be pulling out extra moisture out of the air. But if you're up in the 70, you know, range and, and or even high, or higher than that, you got a major problem that does need to be addressed. And I say major, it's probably minor to fix, but it's a major humidity issue. And it can start yeah. ruining pictures and paint and stuff like that. Right, yeah. Okay, all right. I'll have that done. Alrighty. And I appreciate it. Jerry, I would love to hear what the humidity levels are. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, email you back. Okay, Okay, you you got my email? Yes, sir. Okay, thank you very much.
Sure. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, because, you know, I'm like everybody else. I get, I, you hear about these things and you get interested as far as what's going on and what it's going to take to fix it. So 1-866-937-0003. Let's talk with Charlene in Santa Fe. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. What can I do for you today? Um, we're in the process of uh, buying another house, and we just found out that the people we're buying it from is having the foundation fixed. And it's one inch in the front and a third of an inch in the back, and now we're leery because of things that could possibly go wrong in the future. Okay. Uh, I will like tell you, one inch in the front and, and a third of an inch in the back, typically yeah. for a third of an inch you don't even bother doing foundation repair. Uh, you know, you, most foundation repair, people don't even notice it till it's an inch and a half or more. Okay. So, well, uh, there was uh, a previous buyer, yeah. and they must have had it in, when they had it inspected, this come up. Okay. And so now, you know, they, plumbing. the plumbing is what we're worried about because the plumbing's in the foundation. What you need to do is insist on a static test on the sewer system before and after leveling. Okay. And what that'll tell you is if the plumbing pulled apart. How old a house is it? 22 years old. Okay, so it'll have PVC plumbing. I have never seen a house that was moved just an inch break the sewer lines. Uh, Typically, if you're going three inches or more, you start worrying about that uh, pretty good. The water lines in in, the Santa Fe area are typically overhead, well, this is in Laporte, actually, where we're buying. We're okay. Leaving, we live in Santa Fe, but we're buying it in Laporte. Okay. Well, all of Houston area is typically overhead. Now, there are a couple exceptions to that, but normally in the Houston area, the plumbing lines are overhead. Uh, okay. And, and again, the, the water lines themselves are not going to be an issue. Uh, I don't worry okay. about them even when I'm doing a lift that's eight inches. The, the, the water lines themselves <laughs> are typically not an issue other than where it comes into the house. But as far as throughout the house, won't be an issue. But if you get that static test done, that'll tell you Uh if there's a leak or not, and I really wouldn't worry about it beyond that. Other than make sure they're using a reputable foundation company, because there are so many fly-by-nights that do a dirt-cheap job, and if you ever need them back, they're out of business. Okay, well, thank you so very much. You bet. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. We'll be back in a moment with more Texas Home. There are contractors out there who will make a lot of promises. Unfortunately, they're all hat and no cattle. You can trust them about as far as you can spit. That's why you need Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement. If Jim recommends a contractor, company, or business, it's because he's checked them out. And this ain't his first rodeo. So be careful with those contractors out there. Because putting your boots in the oven won't make them biscuits. And just because a chicken has wings don't mean it can fly. Listen to Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement and tell those dishonest contractors, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Hey, thanks for listening to Texas Home Improvement all over the state on stations like WOAI 1200 in San Antonio, KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, and in Granbury, Texas, KPIR 1420 AM, and of course... Here in the Houston area, KTRH 740 AM and up in Dallas, Texas, 
We got 8:20 a.m. WBAP. I thank each and every one of the stations, and of course the people who take the time to call in and ask their questions that keeps the show going. And talking about rodeos, the Passing Livestock Show and Rodeo kicks off September 11th. And if you are looking for a great rodeo where you can get up close and see the action. That is the rodeo to go to. It's a covered arena, huge fans up there to keep you nice and cool and comfortable. And, and I, I tell you, a lot of nights, you even need a long sleeve shirt or a jacket because it, it cools off that much underneath that cover in the arena. So, plus, the entertainment they have after the rodeo, just great. And you're up close with the stage that drops down out of the ceiling. If you want to see more information, go to the Pasadena Rodeo Dot com. That's PasadenaRodeo.com. Now let's get ready to head back into the calls at 1-866-937-0003. JB in LaGrange. How are you? Doing fine. Yeah, you got a fantastic show. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, I need just some pros and cons. Uh, years ago, my dad and I built a home, a 35 square foot two-story home. And instead of having a central air return on either floor, what we did is we uh, we put an air return in each room. Okay. okay. We put an AC out, uh, the AC vent against the hot wall, and then on the opposite side, we put the, and the house is still, and we built this house back in 83, 84. Uh, and I noticed the, uh, the utility bill, uh, really for a house that size, uh, has never exceeded more than two fifty three hundred dollars maximum extreme conditions. Uh, does that type of air uh, return in the house compared to a uh, central air return? Is there a difference in the uh, in the movement uh, and conservation of utilities? Well, air? there's a huge difference in the movement and comfort of the home, but as far as the uh, savings on energy bills, typically there's really not any savings on the energy bill. Uh, but actually putting a return in each room the way you did is is the best way to do an air conditioning system. The reason most people don't do it that way is just the sheer cost of doing it. But I will tell you, my house, it was, my house was built in 73, and I have a return air in each room like that as well. And it really makes it nice because you can close the door off in a room and that room still stays comfortable. Where in most cases, if you got a central return that way, you close the door, you don't get enough air coming into the room because it starts to pressurize that room. And what 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 a return in each room does is just balance out the system better. Yeah, typically what we experience is that normally the further away the uh, the door or the bedroom is, uh, it it's either cold, is it too cold or too hot? Yeah, and that's just a matter of balancing with the the ductwork coming in, putting a damper on it to balance out the room. But uh, as far as for your uh, air conditioning system itself, what you've got is the ideal way to do it. Uh, well, yeah, we're going to get ready to build another house. And uh, I, I haven't seen, or I don't know of any homes that are built like that. As a rule of thumb, and I was talking to one of the AC guys that it doesn't really make any difference. I said, well, you know, uh, if you don't have to pull air 25, 30 feet away from the system, and you're pulling it right from the immediate area, it's got to make a difference. It does. 
It, 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 but where it makes a difference is just in the balancing of the system. As long as all the doors are open or you got them cut off nice and high so air can flow well, he's right. It doesn't make a difference. But if you want to have rooms that you can truly close off and have privacy, it'll make a huge difference. All right, well, I appreciate your opinion. Thank all right. JB, take care. Again, our number one, 866-937-0003. Let's talk with Greg. What can I do for you? Yes, sir. I have a question about, let me turn this radio off. I have a question about my roof. Yeah. Um, I have a, I think they told me it's a three pitch. Okay. Um, and they said that it would require roll roofing because I have laminates up there right now. Um, and that was the reason why I had some issues, is what they're telling me. So the insurance says, okay, um, to do the roof. Um, I was looking into roll roofing because I was told if you have a low-pitch roof, you should go with roll roofing. And I, I don't know much about it, so I, I want to get your feedback. Well, if you got a really low pitch, you can't go with the regular type shingles because the the water doesn't run off of it fast enough so it'll start backing up or if we get driving rains you know coming from the side they literally will flow up underneath the shingles and you know cause problems rolled roofing is an alternative because it's wider strips and everything but really it's not the ideal situation a bitumen type roof a rubberized roof is better because the whole thing is sealed and so that way you don't have to worry about water running up under it. The lifespan of rolled roofing versus a bitumen, the rolled roofing will typically last about twice as long. So if it was me, I would take a look at, at using a bitumen type roof, a rubberized roof instead. That music means I got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. Thank you. Because there's some things duct tape just won't fix. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. Go to our website, thipro.com, and click on the link to James Hardy Siding for more information. Alrighty, again, our number one, 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Lewis, what can I do for you? Yes. Yes, sir. I, uh, thank you for taking my call. I have a, a older home. Probably it was manufactured back in 1975, and uh, it's in need of new soffit and uh, fascia. The only problem I have, I've called several different uh, contractors, but very seldom do I get a re- uh, reply back from them. Do you have anybody you would recommend you bet. for uh, the softened fascia? Yep. Fascia? Call Victor's. Remodeling and construction. Victor's? Yep. Okay. And let me get you a number for him. It's 832-243-9997. Okay. Yeah, very seldom do any of them call me back. And and I, I can't do it myself, so I'm hunting for somebody. I'm disabled, so I'm hunting for somebody to help me out with just that. Uh, I don't need a roof as of this moment, but that may happen eventually. Yeah. Now, nah, Victor's but, definitely uh, can help you out with that. Are they local to Springs? Uh, actually, he's on the north 
west side of town, so he's not real far from you. Okay. 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 Well, I appreciate your help. You bet. Take care. We'll be back with more. Got another hour of Texas Home Improvement to go. 1-866-937-0003. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and hey, I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, that number, 713 713- Two one two five eight seven four. The lines are open right now and ready to go. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by More Plumbing Supplies, Bath and Kitchen Showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com. All righty. Also, don't forget to check out our website, THI Pro. Dot com. There you'll find links to all the different sponsors you hear me talk about, people that can help you out, uh, as well as a place where you can sign up for our newsletter. Now, the newsletter goes out every other week. It goes out every other Friday, and it'll be going out again next Friday. We don't send this out to, you know, we don't use that list to go to anybody else other than our newsletters going out. So, you know, feel, feel comfortable that you're not going to get a bunch of other junk mail coming because of signing up for our newsletter. There's also our members-only section where you can sign up and shoot emails directly to me. I answer those questions myself. It doesn't go through a, a staff person or anything like that. Those come directly to me, and that's available when you go to thipro.com as well. But on Saturdays, our primary thing is to take your calls and answer your questions. So we're available right now at 713-212-5874 to do just that. 713-212-5874. And I mentioned in the last hour, the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo. This is that time of year for the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo. The rodeo itself will kick off on September 11th. It runs that weekend and through the following weekend, so you got plenty of time to, to come out. Great acts coming out there uh, to participate and, and you know put on shows and stuff. Uh, and, you know, the, the Pasadena Rodeo is not far at all. It's just in Pasadena at the corner of Fairmont and Red Bluff. And the money that's raised goes towards scholarships. So it's a, it's a great organization that uh, truly does... A wonderful job for the community and uh, the following the last weekend of September which will be let's see let me get down to the right dates here I don't want to say it wrong September 24th through the 26th will be the cook-off and Due West has a tent out there that uh, is open to the public so if you want to come out and say that hey you heard it on Texas Home Improvement uh, we serve barbecue in the evening and uh, there's beer and refreshments, uh, music. Uh, it's it's a good time out there. But the rodeo itself is September 11th through the 19th at the Pasadena Fairgrounds. If you want to get more information on who the acts are or order tickets online, just go to PasadenaRodeo.com, and there you can find links where you can order your tickets and you know uh, be able to pay ahead of time to... So you have your tickets reserved because, you know, some of these acts are, are pretty good uh, acts, and it's always a good time. 
you're up close and personal on the last weekend of the rodeo, which will be, yeah, let's look at that again just to make sure I don't give the wrong dates because I get on the 18th and 19th is bull riding both nights, and that gets intense. It's all bull riding that night, and then they have bull fighting afterwards, and that's always a great time. So, you know, check it out, PasadenaRodeo.com. Now, if you got a home improvement question, the number to call, 713-212-5874. Let's talk with Jim. This is Jim. What can I do for you? Hi, Jim. Say, uh, I've got a... Um... I've got a a, a garage uh, apartment uh, over a over a two car garage that I'm going to have leveled. That is, I'm going to you know make it level. Okay. And uh, and I I need to get a hold of a civil engineer that can help that um, can uh, tell me how to brace the walls so that the walls are you know uh, uh, you know don't bend or won't collapse or anything. In Houston, what organization would I, uh, where would I find um, a guy to do something like that? This is not a major uh, construction project or anything. I I really just need someone who who knows uh, how to brace walls. Okay. One, if you're looking for engineers of that nature, go to a website for Foundation Performance Association. Okay. And uh, there you'll be able to see the engineers that are listed that would do that kind of work. Uh, they, they all are listed with the different type of specification things that they can work on. Uh, as far as when you say you, you're going to have it leveled, are you talking about underpinning it and, and picking it up? Yes. I'm not following why you're concerned with the bracing then. Uh, I'm... I'm um, I want to make sure that the walls of the garage, uh, you know, on the first story, yeah, are braced are braced well enough to so that uh, so that they will sustain the load of the of the garage part. The vertical walls. Okay. Uh, now I understand that part, but is the second floor already there? Yes. The garage is already. In other words, the garage apartment is already there. Right. But the individual that, bought, that built it, or whoever built this garage apartment, uh, I don't really think he or she knew what he or she were do, uh, was doing, and uh, so I, I'm really a little concerned about the, the the strength of those walls. Okay. Well, I've been doing foundation repair for since 1978. And i got to be honest, I've never really seen a structure, unless it was already out of whack, that had to have the walls braced in order to do foundation repair. Uh, Because by the time you put the siding on and the different parts of the structure, that house is, uh, you know, those walls are already braced at that point. Okay, well, I I still would like to have a civil engineer take a look at, you know, take a look at the garage garage and the garage apartment, both levels, and say... Uh, you know these walls are either they're either uh, structurally sound, they're braced correctly, or they're not. Yeah, if they're not. Then you know, then I I, I want to get them. Sure. Uh, braced yeah, and properly. brace bracing for structures of that nature is relatively easy. There's two ways it's normally done. One is to either use plywood on the corners as stiffeners to stiffen it all up. The other is to take 
either two one by fours or two by fours and run them at an angle from one corner across to the other and nailing it onto the different studs to stiffen them up. That that's normally the way something would be stiffened up in that nature. But if you'll and go that's to the way these that, that's the way these walls have I think you know have been right uh, have been braced. I just am not sure that they're braced proper. Yeah, but if again if you'll go to that Foundation Performance Association. Uh, typically, to have an engineer come out and do that type of an inspection, you're looking around five hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, what if I have to? I mean, what if I have to have the work completed? Does the civil engineer uh, ride herd on that? Nope. Uh, well, he can if you want to pay him to do it. Okay, I'm trying to find the you know the easiest way to do this. Yeah. The easiest way. Because, again, this is an everyday type project uh, is to let your, your contractor take care of it. Because when you have foundation repair done, is it within the city limits of Houston? It is. Yeah. Typically, in order to pull a permit, the design for the repair has to be approved by an engineer. And so you're really taking care of it when you hire the contractor to do it. The, okay. Uh, they'll normally review the the repair plans and stuff. And how old a structure are we talking about? Uh, it's at least 80 years old. Okay. Normally, your bigger concern is not in the framework of it. The bigger concern is in the concrete itself, if it can take having foundation repair done. Because a lot of times, it, uh, older structures like that, if it had any steel reinforcing in it, it had minimal steel reinforcing that has rusted out. So if well, got, it doesn't, and I'm going to put piers in. Uh, there, there really isn't any slab to work with. Yeah, and see, if there's no slab to work with, uh, normally what has to happen is the whole structure gets picked up, and a new slab has to be put underneath. That may be more what you need to be looking at uh, doing, more so than, than uh, even trying to level it. Okay. Uh, do you do that kind of work? Oh yeah, we've we've done a, a bunch of those kind of projects. What's the name of your office? Due West Foundation Repair. Oh okay. And, and that's uh, DU West. You can call the office at seven one three. Yeah. Four seven three seven one five six, and uh, you know we can take a look at it and let you know what it would take. Okay. All right. Uh, that's what I'll do. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You bet. Take care. Mm-hmm. Again, the number to call if you got a home improvement question is 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Also, don't forget, check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. This morning, this is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Sunburst Shutters. You won't find better shutters for your home. Sunburst Shutters 
Realtorsmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarketingmarket
I typically tell people, put your vents no more than four feet apart. Okay, and just and go it, all the way around the and house. And just go all the way around the house. How much soffit or how much ridge vent are you going to be able to have? Well, uh, the roof is a fairly simple roof. From uh, left to right, it's 59 feet. Then there's a L going out the back side that's 22 feet. So I'm okay. try to put one on each one of those two uh, ridges. Perfect. The, the more you have, the merrier. And basically, right. it, you know, all the air comes in through the soffits, out through the ridge, and they work great. Right. Yeah, it's at, at the turbines I have now, they don't work all that great. It's pretty hot up there. Yeah, they don't They do not do a good job of moving the air like, like they should. But typically, most people just don't have enough soffit vents. Yeah, and it, you're talking your typical 6x12 little soffit vents. Is yep. That what you're talking? Yep. Okay. Every four feet. Yep, and the easiest way to put them in is get a hole, a six-inch hole saw. Yeah, and drill two holes and then put the vent over it. Yeah, well, I've got a. Actually, I have to replace the soffits too, so I'm going to have the contractor when he replaces the soffits put in the adequate uh, soffit vents. If you're going to replace the soffits, use the Hardy soffits that has a continuous soffit vent on it, and okay. that'll that'll do the best job for you. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Thank you, sir. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. And and that's what I did with my house is I went with the continuous soffits and I I love it I mean it makes a huge difference uh, as far as the ventilation and you know it, it it doesn't look bad either a lot of times people don't like the the soffit vents with the little screen because they don't like the looks of it with the hardy ones you got just those little holes that are drilled all along through it it it, it actually has a nice look to it so. Just a little two cents worth from Jim Dutton. Hey, if you miss any of the show, be sure to check us out on our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the SoundCloud icon on THIPro.com. Of course, you can always go to 740KTRH's website and hear the podcast as well. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. We're going to head back into the calls. We're going to talk with Kevin in the Heights. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. Good. Good. I just had a question here um, about permitting. Yep. And uh, I'm in the Heights doing some replacement old rotted board and I want to do it with the hardy board, hardy plank. And I'm just curious if there's do I need to get a permit for that? It's on just on a garage. It's just uh, around the back side a little bit and even one side that does face the street. Well, when you say a little bit, are you replacing all the siding or just uh, a few boards? I'm doing three sides out of the four. Okay. In a lot of municipalities they do require a permit for redoing the siding. They don't do any inspection or anything else. They just want their $35 for the permit for 
<clears throat> for doing no, it. Okay. Holding up a greedy little hands. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, a lot of municipalities, does, does it, that heights, you know? i got to um, be honest. I'm not sure if the heights requires it or not. Uh, you know what I have found over the years is the richer the area, the less likely they are to bother you with it, uh, especially if you're the homeowner doing it. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just going to play it safe and go pay them their 35 bucks. Yep. That's the best way to do it. And and here's the here's the just for everybody listening, here's the negative part of not doing that permit. If you put that siding on and they come out to do an inspection and they say, "Well, we want to see what you put behind the siding." They can make you actually take all the siding off to look at it. Not just a sample <laughs> spot. And yeah, and, and you know, sometimes some of those inspectors get the uh oh, the god uh, mentality that you know they can just tell you to do whatever they want done whether it's part of the code or not and there are times you do have to argue with them a little bit uh, or go over their heads but that's that's seldom and you really try to avoid that because you don't want to have problems as a contractor with them later but as a homeowner yeah I'd go pull my my uh, permit and be be safe better safe than sorry yep yep I agree okay good All luck right, with yeah. it Kevin appreciate it Bye. 713-212-5874. You know, some of the other things that require them that a lot of times people don't think about, windows and if you're going to put up a shed and things like that, are all things that a lot of times require permitting as well. Bob and New Caney, what can I do for you? Yes, Bob. Uh, Jim, this is Bob. I uh, had a question. Building a house up in New Caney. And I'm going to be using some spray-in foam insulation on the walls and underneath the roof deck. Uh, putting a metal roof on top of some, I guess, OSB plywood. And I had a guy suggest something to where he was going to suggest running some two-by-twos down that OSB plywood and putting the metal roof on top of that and actually running a vent, you know, ridge vent type of thing with soffit vents. To just vent that little area yeah, in there. Is that a good idea or not? Yeah, he's basically skin venting it so that uh, the the little spacers make it look make it act as a shade tree so that the heat that happens happens in that little space and it's well ventilated so that your main attic space doesn't get overly heated. Mm-hmm. And and that's the whole purpose of it and it works great. Okay. Now, the problem with what you're doing that I hear, though, is I really don't like putting foam insulation in the walls and in the attic cavity and sealing the whole structure up that tight. Okay. You know, we used to build houses so they would breathe, and we're building them so tight now that when the power goes out, they start to sweat inside, they mildew, they mold, and if your air conditioning system's not working exactly the way it's supposed to, you run into that same problem. I don't know if you heard the caller earlier who had the building where, you know, he sealed it all up. It has plastic on the outside, and they, you're basically doing the same thing when you use foam everywhere. I mm-hmm. like I like the foam insulation. I use it all the time, but use it in the walls because inch for inch, and that's where you're limited on space normally. Inch for inch, it gives you the highest R value that you can get. So use it in the walls, but in the attic. I like to use fiberglass so that the structure can still breathe 
and I can put as much fiberglass up there as I want to get the R value I want, uh, and that does the same thing as using the foam insulation to seal stuff up. That way the house breathes. You're, you're not as dependent on that air conditioning system to pull fresh air in and dehumidify the way it needs to. Okay. All right. I will do that. All righty. Well, Bob, have Thank a good uh, weekend and, and good luck with the house. Thank you, sir. Goodbye. Bye. And again, I have absolutely nothing against foam insulation. It does a wonderful job. And in northern states, to insulate the whole cavity like, you know, the whole the whole envelope like that works wonderfully. Great for snow and stuff. We're not dealing with snow here. We're dealing with heat and humidity, and that's where it becomes a problem. And so we, we have to tweak it a little bit. David, welcome to KTRH. What can I do for you? Hey, I'm getting a new roof, re-roof on my house. Uh-huh. And this, uh, the old roof still has the wood shingles, and they put fiber, the uh, asphalt on top of that, so they'll take it all down and put OSD board. But I've got a, a there's no overhang on my house. The fascia board comes down right over the brick, so yeah. I don't have any soffit venting whatsoever. Uh, any thoughts on how I'm going to get to vent the house? Right now it has turbines, and there's not enough, uh, it's an all-hip roof, so there's not enough uh, ridge to put a ridge vent. Sure. Well, you can, they do make circle plugs that you can drill holes into the soffits on that type of construction. I don't have any soffits. Oh, you mean on the fascia boards? Well, yeah, it drills into the fascia boards. Okay. Uh, and so it allows the air to go in. I understand you don't have enough for the uh, ridge vents, but you probably have enough where you could use a solar-powered fan up there. And that music means I'm going to put you on hold for just a second. Let me take a quick break, and we'll come back and finish this up. Jim Dutton to the rescue. That's what I'm here for. Jim Dutton to the rescue. You are the man. Jim Dutton to the rescue. I love you, man. (laughs) Jim Dutton to the rescue. Here's more with Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. And this portion of Texas Home Proven is being made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you can get 10 windows for just $36.80. That's a heck of a deal. Again, $36.80 for 10 windows. $368, but you got to call America's Choice Windows. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. 5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Now, the last caller uh, dropped while we were on commercial break there, but uh, basically, if you're needing to ventilate an attic and you don't have any soffit boards, they do make some circle plugs where you basically drill a circle hole, slide the plug into it, and it's just a little vent. And so you can vent your attic that way. Uh, if you can't use ridge vents, take a look at the solar-powered fans. Because let's face it, when we need the the things working the most is when it's hot out and it's, it's all sunny. And so the solar ones really work well. I do not recommend using electric fans in the attic simply because you're you're burning electricity for something that you just don't need to burn electricity on. So, again, just take a look at using the solar fans. And, again, if you got no soffits, you just have to buy those plugs that you drill the holes and, and put them in. You don't see them very often, but they are available. 
All right, let's jump straight back into some calls now. Let's talk with Malcolm. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hello, Jim. How are you? Doing great. What I really need, I don't want to take up very much of your valuable time. I need to replace my driveway, and I need a referral for a whole house generator. Okay. And when you say, how big a driveway are we talking about? A big one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, You can call Due West. They actually do concrete work as well. And so you can call the office at 713-473-7156. And uh, Anna would be more than happy to set up a, uh, an appointment for us to come take a look at it. Okay. And as far as for a generator, uh, is right. this for a whole house generator? Yes, whole house. I want to use gas, not diesel. Okay. Take a look at Generac. And there are several uh, dealers in the area who put them in, but Generac is the brand I would go with. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All righty. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye. And we're going to just keep going straight in the calls here. So let's talk with Joe in Conroe. How you doing, sir? Doing great. Yeah. Quick, quick question. I'm going to put a uh, uh, tin tin roof on a double-wide trailer house. Uh Uh-huh. And it's got, you know, the old composition roof on it. Do I need to pull it off before I put strips down and put the roof on or... Can I leave it on there? Well, you don't necessarily have to pull it off. What kind of condition is it in? It's not bad. It, it was. It was a. I put a white roof on top probably about eight years ago, and it's, it's turned dark already. Okay. And I'm wanting to get it off. Uh, well, I'm wanting to get a tin roof put on it. Yeah. I personally prefer to take the shingles off because you know as as those shingles age, they'll start curling up and stuff. Okay. But. Uh, it's not uncommon to just put furring strips down on top of the shingles and then go ahead and put your metal roof on top of that. Okay. But when you do that, you have to know that over time that that uh, shingle roof is just degrading under there. And the problem with that is a shingle roof typically has a lifespan of 20 to 30 years. Yes, sir. A metal roof has typically a good 30-plus years. Right. And so your metal roof is going to outlast the shingles under it. And I'd hate to have to ever take a, shing- a metal roof off to remove old, cruddy shingles under it. You know? Right. Well, all right. Then, then would I put tar paper down before I put my metal roof down then if I take the shingles off? Yes. Okay. The, and uh, and you've got a choice when you when you do take it off you've got a choice you can you know because there's a plywood deck up there you could put the metal roof straight down on that plywood. Or oh, need to put the first strips down? Not not if you're going down to the to the wood, you don't have to. But okay. if you want to, you know, we were talking about this a little earlier. If you want to skin vent that roof, you can actually put those furring strips down, put the metal roof on top of that, and and what that does is it creates a dead air space that you can ventilate to let the hot air that does typically get into the attic and stuff sure. just get into that space and escape out. And especially on trailer houses, that makes it much more comfortable inside because you don't have that heat buildup. Yeah. All right, sir. Well, I appreciate you. You bet. Take care. Have a good day. Bye-bye. And, and, you know, that's a common problem uh, on trailers is the – there is no attic space. 
you know, the, the inside sheetrock is right up against the roof joist, and a lot of houses are built that way as well, where you got cathedral ceilings and stuff. That skin vent that way, putting that dead airspace where the air can travel up, you got to make sure you use a ridge vent so the air guy has a way to, to get out and leave the bottom open so the air can get up in there. But, boy, leaving that to where the air flows just makes a huge difference in the comfort level uh, on the inside of the home. So... By all means, if you got cathedral ceilings or, or anything where the sheetrock is right against your roof joist, that's the way to do it when you put your next roof on. And you can do that with plywood as well if you're putting on a, a composition shingle roof. It doesn't have to be a metal roof that you're putting on. We'll be back in just a second with more Texas Home Improvement. You've worked hard all week. It's time to kick back and relax. Okay, that's enough. Now get up and fix something. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Guardian Roof Systems. Get your roof done right by a company you can trust. Call 888-603-603. 4185 or visit guardianroofsystems.com. All righty. Hey, I do want to take this opportunity once again to remind you the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo, the rodeo itself is kicking off September 11th and it runs, oh, let's see here, it runs through the 19th. So make plans to attend the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo. You can get tickets online by going to pasadenarodeo.com. Great entertainment lineup, but you'll have to go to the uh, site there to check it out. Have a great week, and I look forward to talking to you again next weekend right here on 740 KTRH.